everyone, and welcome to That Lux Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aisha A.K. Lesh of the petite fashion and luxury lifestyle blog, Living Lesh, where I aim to redefine what luxury means and lead you into living your best life. Each week, I'll be bringing you those tips, secrets, and bits of inspiration that will take you into living your luxurious life without the four-figure price tag. So get ready to live your life in luxury, because guess what? You deserve it. Welcome back to That Lux Life. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about the art and faking it till you make it. So obviously on That Lux Life, we talk about different ways of living your best life, living that Lux life that you want to live based off of your definition of what luxury is. That is something I live in my day to day. And that is something that some people go onto my Instagram or my blog and go, oh my gosh, you look like you're going on these immaculate experiences. You're living this very luxurious lifestyle. You're wearing these fabulous clothes that must cost so much money. And the reality is, I'm not. I am not paying a huge amount of money on a lot of my clothes. Um, I am not wearing clothes that are above a price point that, you know, would would be an outfit that is like $500 or above. I try to um, make sure that my outfits, concluding, you know, the top, bottoms, the shoes, the accessories are, you know, no more than 200 to 250. That depends on, you know, what I'm wearing. Obviously, if it's like a gown, it's going to be more expensive where it's an everyday outfit. It's going to be on the lower end, but just any outfit, 250 max. Um, and then on my travels is yes, we're having, you know, very luxurious experience. It looks like we're staying at luxury hotels, but in reality, some of these finds of places to stay and the experiences we're having are not as expensive as you as you may think they are. And for the ones that are a little bit more pricier, there is a, a way behind it of where I'm able to afford it without breaking budget and you know going outside of the realm of what I want to. I always establish a budget. So in here, I'm gonna talk about some of my tips and tricks in the art of faking it till you make it because you know, though I am making it, I keep saying I'm gonna fake it till I make it until I, I reach the lottery and I hit millions and I can splurge and buy things that I wanna buy. But at the end of the day, I have a budget, I have a goal. You know, even right now, um, you know, my husband and I are working on building a custom home. So we are saving up um, and staying within a budget to make sure that we can get the home that we want so that can be our forever home. I'm not going to get too much into that. I'm going to start with my first tip and it comes to fashion where we do this faking it till you make it. Now, many people think the the aspect of getting, you know, these high end looking accessories or clothes is the art of buying dupes. Now that's a completely different episode. We'll talk about something completely different, but dupes is not something that I highly emphasize on getting something that I don't always put into you know my my shopping cart online you know it's available but even if you if you look up and google it um on amazon they are actually shutting down dupes because that's one of those things where people are trying to sell duplicate looking high-end items and naming it that so like for example there might be on Amazon a Gucci bag lookalike. They'll put the emblem on it, but it's not from Gucci. I highly recommend staying away from those things. It's it's just something I just don't recommend. But if you're doing it, you know, that's for you. It's just not, not for me. Not something I would want to do at all. But here's what I do. So there's an art in it, and a lot of it comes from thrift shopping and shopping sales. So let's start with shopping sales because the kind of the shorter, easier one to go. 
If you use things such as ShopStyle, so if you go to ShopStyle.com, sign up for a, you know, um, an account, there are ways to get shopping notifications and as well as get emails of when things are going on sale or when stores are having huge sales. One thing I do on ShopStyle is I go and I find items I really want to buy, I really want, and I, I favorite them. And then when the price drops or it finds it listed at a different place where the price is lower, it immediately alerts me to the point where I can finally find the item at the price point I want and I can either go get it, I can order it, so on and so forth. There's also the emails you get where there are different sales. So don't be afraid to shop those sales. And if you're not finding it online, don't be afraid to also go in the store or call some stores. Um, one thing that I have learned that I have found out that items which were on sale that I really wanted to get go out of stock online, but there are some in store that the store is just the online, whatever warehouse kind of inventory thing is not reading because either something was marked wrong. It wasn't scanned in the right way. They just have an extra. There's one on display that's not marked as being in stock. So make sure, you know, you're, you're exhausting all avenues and finding out that information. So shopping sales is probably the main thing that I do. Um, I, I do the aspect of getting some of my basic things or, you know, trending items that are always going to be in trend year round where I'll shop for fall clothes at the end of the fall for next year. So even though it was last year's item, no one can really tell. Cause I mean, the one thing is I have a jumpsuit that I got, um, that I got one year at the end of a fall and next year it was still on in stock on the, um, the boutiques website as if it was a new product. So some of these things stay and they come back and they restock. So don't be afraid to shop at the end of a season for next season because the item may be something that either is restocked and put back on sale from the boutique where people are still buying it, or it's something that someone just remade and it looks exactly the same and you just, you can't really tell. Um, I do that a whole lot. I just keep things at the end of each season so that it goes on for next year. I buy bathing suits at the end of the summer to wear for next year and no one can tell the difference and they still look fabulous. They still look great and I'm saving a whole lot of money whereas someone who's buying it brand new at the beginning of the summer of the summer before or the next summer when it's on in stock again, they're paying a lot more than I paid where I paid, paid like my, maybe 50% of the actual um, price where they're paying full price. And then there's thrift shopping. So if you go into a local thrift store, you can find a lot of items that look a lot more luxurious, especially those vintage looking items where it's like very unique, um, where it's not a price where you're going to go online to do something very similar where they're saying it's brand new, but it's basically a vintage, vintage inspired item. And you're getting it for like $500 where if you go to the thrift store, it's for like 10. So don't be afraid to shop thrift stores. You know, if you go on, there's a lot of bloggers that even I follow and influencers on social media who are wearing these immaculate outfits and they're not actually tagging the brand. And if you actually go into their DMs and ask them like, Oh, can you send me the link for this? And like, you know, I got this from a thrift store. Like I can't give you a link because I thrifted it, but it looks amazing. Here's something similar. And you can even see that for those who are in the like to know it app. If you're not go in the like to know it app, um, download that app. It's going to help you with shopping a whole lot. I talked about that in previous episodes, but I'll kind of return back to that in another episode where I'll do a whole dedicated one on it, but let's not get too far into that. Um, but if you go into like to know it, there are people who are tagging items from their looks 
and it's not the actual item that they're wearing because they thrifted it but found similar items so that you can get something similar to them but you're not going to get the exact same item because you're not at their local thrift stores now if you don't want to go to a local thrift store or you want to buy something that's you know um, the actual brand product and but you just want to pay full price you know shopping places such as Poshmark and the real real are great ways to go you can also do renting um, if you go to Newly Newly is a subscription service by the urban brand so URBN so it houses urban outfitters anthropology free people and some of the um, you know the top designers that are within that that kind of house um, Newly is for like $88 a month um, and you can actually rent up to like six items for an entire month. You can wear them like at your normal closet and some of the items are valued at like $200, $300 and you get to wear them as if they're yours and they're in your closet. You can wear them as much as you want through the month. You can send it back and then rent it again if you want to for a different month. You can get, you know, as they're adding new things, you know, it's like updating your closet and constantly having a revolving door and it's $88 a month versus in, in like in that box, you're getting probably like $1,200 to $3,000 worth of clothes that you're gonna to get to rent. So it's a great steal, great way to wear luxury style items, wear high-end items without actually paying the high-end price. So those are some things when it comes to fashion. Um, and then let's get into some things when it comes to like lifestyles and, and home. So um, as I kind of talked about earlier, I am planning to buy a custom home with my husband. Um, and right now we're in the process of looking for land. We'll be covering all that on my YouTube channel. So if you're not subscribed to my YouTube channel, head over to the Living Lush YouTube channel and subscribe there. And then as soon as we start the process, I'll start sharing vlogs on that. But also I'll be sharing it on Instagram. So if you're not on Living Lush Instagram, make sure you're following there as well. There's going to be content and great tips everywhere. Um, but as we are planning for that house, I'm also kind of creating mood boards and inspiration um, boards on my Pinterest of what I would like to do with our rooms when it comes to the furniture and the aesthetic and, you know, decorating. And of course, a lot of the, the pins I'm running into are, you know, couches where they're like $5,000 couches or there's chairs, bar stool chairs where they're like $300 a chair where I'm not planning on paying that price. And here's the tip that I do. So one, I listen to tips from others who are going through the same process. So if you're ever, you know, looking to redecorate or do something, um, go back and go on YouTube and find someone else who's done it and look for those ones who are saying, you know, I created this, um, this kitchen or this room or I did this and I spent only this money and they'll share you with you how you did it, how they did it, where they shopped, um, and how you can go about doing it yourself. Um, but then there's also, you know, when you're buying furniture, you know, find a piece that you like and then go to other stores and kind of search the description or search the description on Google because there was a couch I really loved. I found it at our house, um, a furniture store and you know, it was immaculate. It was beautiful. I love the aesthetic and I was actually able to go online and I forget the store that I ended up buying from, but I was able to get the couch, which was around a $3,200 couch for $800 elsewhere. And we have it now. Um, and the great thing is I'm glad I didn't pay $3,200 for it because it's a light colored couch. And now we have a one year old and we're building our family more. And the couch is just not the original light color it used to be. Um, you know, I clean it, you know, more often than I would like, but you know, if it was a $3,200 couch, I feel like I would have done the whole 
you know, old school thing and put plastic around it. So uh, I'm glad I didn't go that route. So it essentially saved me money. Um, but you can, you can do that, you know, with furniture, make sure you're shopping around. Um, when it comes to accessories, when we're going kind of back to fashion, this is kind of these, this lookalike aspect of, again, not doing dupes, but finding the piece that looks similar to what you're looking for. Yes, you're not walking around with the Gucci emblem on the bag or the, the YSL emblem on your shoes or so on and so forth, but you're still creating that overall look. Yes, the details aren't there, but I feel like there's no one who's going to walk by you and be looking at the bottom of your shoes to see if they're red bottoms. And if they are, if you want to paint them, go ahead and do it. Live your life. You know, if someone's really worried about whether the bottom of my shoes are, you know, red, then, you know, why are you looking by my shoes? I really look at my shoes and how they go with my outfit. I really look at my purse and how it goes with my outfit, not what the logo is that's on it. So, you know, just creating those, creating the look overall versus focusing on the branded details, finding those lookalike items. And then also kind of going back to, you know, things in the home, DIY it. DIY things. I am planning on building a cloth And for those who don't know what a cloth is, it's a closet office. So those um, offices where it's like has your, you know, your desktop and everything, but you also have, you know, on the wall, a closet space where, you know, your clothes are hung, your accessories are hung. You know, it's, it's, it functions both ways. You can get dressed in there. It has a vanity, so on and so forth. And a lot of the pieces I've seen from other clothes are highly expensive. But I, I found a lot of the pieces online where you just have to put it together yourself. It doesn't come wholly pieced. I went to Ikea, found some pieces that, you know, I can put things together and create things. And then I can also paint it how I want. I can put up, um, you know, go on Amazon, find wallpaper to create this look. So it's just kind of doing it yourself and creating your own look because your own aesthetic and what you put in your space is going to be what makes your home or your look luxurious so you know go go with that go go with that and then kind of moving into the next aspect of faking it till you make it when it comes to trips and experiences the one thing i always say when it comes to a trip is try to plan one big luxurious trip that you want to take in that year and put a budget around it just set yourself with a budget of you know i'm going to put this much travel expense aside worth this one trip or um, what I started doing as of recently is I'll set a goal saying, you know, in, in this year, we're going to take three trips and this is the overall, you know, budget we have for those three trips. And if we burn the budget in one trip, we're, we're down trips. If we end up still having a little bit of the budget over after three trips, we might take another trip. So just kind of establishing a budget, a travel budget for the year is the overall asset you want to do. And then go from there. Then look for places where you can stay. Boutique hotels are great places to first look um, if you're not stuck on doing all-inclusive hotels because obviously all-inclusive resorts and hotels are going to have standard rates. They're going, especially if you're going during the um, very busy season, they're higher rates. They're very, you know, um, set what they're, go they're going to be doing. It's not really negotiable because they're providing everything. They're providing a place for you to have fun, you know, stay, eat, drink. They're paying for everything, you know, to go really off resort. Whereas if you're okay kind of going out and, you know, finding the culture and learn about the culture and finding these experiences, look at boutique hotels, not chain hotels. Chain hotels, you know, have to 
have an established price point. Whereas boutique hotels can kind of fluctuate a little bit and can give you better rates. Um, and they end up being super unique and super beautiful. Like I see that boutique hotels where the aesthetic is so, I guess, Instagram worthy that I ended up like taking pictures around that entire hotel because it was so gorgeous compared to like, you know, staying at some of the resorts where yes, the resorts are still gorgeous. I love staying there. I feel super comfortable, but it's not as unique as staying at some of the boutiques um, hotels, or if you're even a little bit more comfortable, look for an Airbnb. There are very great Airbnbs that are super unique, super homey. You can cook at home. So you're not worried about going out to finding a restaurant. You just have to like, you know, bring your own food or if you're traveling internationally, just kind of find a local place where you feel comfortable shopping, you know, get those tips from the person that you're, um, there that owns the Airbnb and then go from there. So those are where those stays are. And then the other thing I shared it in a previous episode where I talked about travel um, is, you know, tracking your flights, doing that as well. And then also just kind of making the experience one where you're accepting of it. The biggest thing with faking it till you make it when it comes to travel is enjoying the experiences that are there. A lot of our budget when we travel goes towards our experience versus the hotel. Yes, we want to stay. We want to be comfortable. Um, we want to eat. Um, and you know, we want to, we want to stay, obviously that's part of the, the part of the, the whole package of traveling. But when I travel to a different country, when we travel to a different country, you know, we're not going there just to see the water and sit on the beach every single time. You know, we do that every once in a while, but sometimes we're traveling to these different countries because we want to see the, 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 the Mayan temples. We want to see the, the pigs on the beach. We want to, you know, go down the streams we want to canoe around the beautiful blue lakes. And that's where we want to spend most of our money on those those boats, those experiences. Um, and that's where we set most of our budget aside because that's what's going to be the luxurious aspect of it. You know, the great things when people see on, on my blog and on my social media when it comes to travel is those experiences. That what's lo- That's what looks so luxurious. And that's what looks like, oh my gosh, she's on this highly expensive trip where the truth is, is that the hotels that you're staying at mostly the most expensive. Those experiences are not as expensive as they look, but they look so amazing because you're seeing natural aspects. Like, I mean, if you go to Mexico, you go to the Cenotes. Yes, you're, you may be going with a tour, like a tour group, which, you know, may cost you I mean, a couple hundred per person or even just a hundred per person. But the luxurious aspect of it is going into that water and, you know, experiencing that. And that's where it comes in, where it becomes like an experience where, I would pay upwards of money to see it, but the beauty of it is natural beauties of the world aren't that expensive to look at. You can go look at the pyramids. It doesn't cost that much money. It, it's walking. You know, you can go into Morocco and go to some of the shops that look like you're having a luxurious experience. And you know what? It doesn't cost you that much money. So that's the art of faking it till you make it when it comes to travel is enjoying the trip, experiencing the culture, and, and finding out, you know, more there. So make sure you're doing that when you're traveling, making sure you're interacting with those experiences and, you know, living your best life. So I hope these tips are very useful for you for faking it till you make it and living that luxurious lifestyle based off of your budget and kind of giving you a little bit more insight into some of the things you may seeing, maybe seeing with my blog and my social media where you're thinking like, oh my gosh, she has all this money. I don't, I am, you know, living within a budget and 
Um, yes, I will say there are some things I get comped or for free, but I like to always say that um, I don't go on experience or go to places I wouldn't be able to afford myself because I want to share it with you all because I want to give those tips. I want to be able to speak authentically to, towards it so I can you know, share that with you. Um, so again, I hope these tips are amazing. And, you know, again, as always, thank you for listening to another one of these episodes and make sure, you know, you're subscribing to that Lux life and listening out for the next episode to come for living your best life.